are skyscrapers built on the earth to make contact with extraterrestrials? Are game shows the ultimate distraction to prove to humans that life is a game? <laughs> All these questions you can find the answer to right here on This Paranormal Life. Welcome to the podcast where every week we investigate a brand new paranormal tale. Whether it's emailed in, whether it's researched by us, or whether it pops up up our dicks, we will find it, we will investigate it, and we will let you guys know if it is in fact true or not. Kit, I got a banger for you this week. I got a certified 10 out of 10. Not only because it is mysterious and it is paranormal, but because it's true. Look, I know I've made that claim in the past. Yeah, I was going right. to say. So there's only <laughs> let s- me be the one to push me under the bus of the Rory who cried wolf. Anyway, this is about the Wolf of Bladenborough. <laughs> um, I also like that before that episode started, I said, "Speak as loudly as you're going to speak," and you said, "I I quote, um, I'm not going to tell you how loud I'm going to be," and then you borderline screamed the intro. <laughs> I've decided to be a dick today. I've been drinking wine. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's do what we do always in every episode of the Hell podcast. Yeah. Let's dive right in there. Let's <laughs> dig dug the shit out of this. Okay, I'm going to wind back the clock. Of course. The year is 1908. It's June 30th in Siberia. Cold, cold Siberia. We're back in Siberia? Yeah. God damn. A lot of weird shit happens in Siberia. Okay. Mr. S. Semenov is eating breakfast by his house. It's a beautiful morning, clear skies. It's going to be a great day. You know, he can just... fresco eating outside, looking at the mountains. Yeah, looking at the day go by. Absolutely. He can just feel it in the air. At around 7, 17 a.m., it feels like the sun's getting a little bit brighter. This day is getting a bit too beautiful, you know? No one's ever said that. The sun's brighter than usual. Many of the locals around the area look up and see what appears to be a bluish column slowly moving across the sky. Oh, Christ. Did I mention the sun's getting a little brighter? It's borderline burning the skin off my flesh at this point. Are you frying food in there? No, that's just our skin. The object is so bright it's hard to look at. So like many others around that area, Semenov looks away. Around 10 minutes pass, and Semenov decides to take another look at the blue column. See if there's been any, you know, changes in its movement. Okay. But as he looks up, he says the skies began to split in two. The skies? On the north side of the forest, there was a glowing horizon. Semenov couldn't believe his eyes. The sky split open even further, and the entire north side of the forest was covered in flames. The flames blasted through the forest in seconds until the heat was unbearable. This is his reporting of the incident. Semenov said it was like his shirt was on fire. He wanted to tear it off his own body. That was just because he thought he was dying and he wanted to go out in glory. Semenov does have a (laughs) 12-pack. He is an Olympic deadlifter. And when he wa- when he wanted his body to be found, like after he's dead and the search party comes through, he wants to be seen to be ripped. Yeah, I mean, they found the body oiled up, tanned, in a, a speedo. Flexing. <laughs> flexing somehow. somehow. Um, but then, in this blast of heat, the sky suddenly shut closed. Semenov thought it was over. 
until there was an earth-shattering roar, as if cannons were firing all around him. Jesus Christ. Semenov was thrown through the air backwards onto the ground. His wife ran over to help him as hot wind blasted its way past them. Allegedly, windows around them shattered and crops were destroyed instantaneously. And then it was all over. This incident is called the Tunguska event. Ah, of course. And the most terrifying thing about it is that it actually happened. (laughs) And the sun thing. That was pretty scary too. That was pretty wild. I liked all that imagery that the sky split open and then it went back together. Yeah, so a lot of the times when we give retellings of these stories Mm -hmm. from people's perspectives, people might think we're jazzing it up like goddamn Miles Davis (laughs) trying to like juice up the stories to make them more juicy. Like some sort of bodybuilder juicing up the goddamn <laughs> exactly. oily, beautiful 12-pack. But these are... This is Semenov's actual descriptions of the event. That's this crazy. is his testimony He's from... He's a very verbose gentleman. 1908. He was like, a poet. If that was, <laughs> He was built and he was a poet. And he knew it. Uh, if that was me that that happened to... Yeah. The, the quote for like the paper would just been like... There was a f***ing blast in the sky. Fuck me! <laughs> Y'all seen Independence Day... <laughs> I have seen the long dick of God f*** <laughs> the earth. Let, let's, let's look at the t- timeline of the events. All right, let's get our facts straight here. Okay, okay, okay. 7.17, the blue light is seen tearing its way across so this the is, sky. this is the morning? This is okay. the morning of the event. Okay, so I would have actually been asleep at this point. Where uh, most may. people probably were, which would be freaking terrifying. Isn't that funny to think people, like... Think of all the natural disasters that happen all over the world. Yeah. A good percentage of people will were shitting at the time. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say they slept through it, but actually some people were shitting. <laughs> were shitting. <laughs> mid-wipe. <laughs> that's terrifying. And you have to make the choice. You're like, do I like clean myself up or do I just run for the door? <laughs> if I was having a poop and got thrown across the room and my arms were clearly shattered... I think I would still try and wipe my ass before before anyone finds me. Just absolute shame. You would though, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, you don't want to go that way. Like when, when the rescuers are like digging in the rubble of your building and they'd be like, is there anyone in there? You're like, nope. Move on. Is anyone in there? Just a cat. Meow. If you smell shit, it's just cat shit. 717. A blue light is seen tearing its way across the sky. Ten minutes later, a flash and an explosion sounds like artillery fire. Wow. This was combined with a shock wave that knocked people off of their feet. The blast caused by whatever it was allegedly knocked over... I mean, this sounds laughable, but this Mm. is the genuine number. 800 million trees. (laughs) That sounds like a number I've just whipped up uh, off the top of my dome, but it's... That, That sounds like some logging company is trying to like cover up some illegal logging yeah <laughs> like, oh it knocked over all the trees that we were trying to preserve that <laughs> this is them in court they're like 800 million mm-hmm. yeah. 800 million can't help but notice but you became 800 million dollars richer <laughs> in the last year grills <laughs> so how does this happen it's 1908 there are no atomic weapons in existence that's true because these days i think like Everyone has that in the back of their mind. If they heard a loud enough boom... You think it's uh, it's a bomb. You're getting under a table. But not only did these weapons not exist yet, this was an explosion that people have estimated 
was the force of a thousand atomic bombs. Were any people hurt by this? Apparently, apparently two people were killed, but it's it's never been like proven, verified, verified yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, but this is the thing in this certain area of Siberia. It's so desolate. Okay. It's the, the part of Russia where you would almost die trying to get to this location. Okay. You know, it's in the middle of the wilderness. Well, as we covered in the Dyatlov uh, Pass episode, people did die. (laughs) Exactly. Just trying to get through Siberia, so... Well, after an event like this, you'd think, you know, there's going to be a full-on investigation. (laughs) I mean, you would hope that they wouldn't just brush that one under the carpet. No. (laughs) Nobody officially investigated the site until over a decade later. Which, what? <laughs> which is strange because apparently <laughs> the blast was so horrific, people on the spot burst into tears because they thought it was the apocalypse. I mean, for sure. <laughs> like, how busy were Siberians at the end of time to investigate a thousand atomic bombs exploding out of nowhere? Well, also, if you thought the apocalypse just happened, and then it's like, oh, I guess we were wrong. As we were. <laughs> the sky was on fire. <laughs> Maybe it was that was it. It was so ridiculous. Everyone couldn't like believe what had happened or something. Right. It, but the windows exploded on your goddamn house. Yeah. Whenever you call the window guy to come around. Yeah. And he's like, this is like the 1700th like call out this week. Yeah. Like, what the hell happened? What happened? I don't Apocalypse. know. Apocalypse. <laughs> so in 1921, a Russian meteorologist called, mm, I hate this name. <laughs> I'm sorry. What are you against? Leonoid Kulik. It's not, like, it's not like Leonard, but it's not like Leon. It's like Leonoid. Okay. Leonoid Kulik was around the area doing some boring research uh, for the Academy of Soviet Science. Oh, let's pick up a rock here. Oh, let's so look at this a tree. Point they're actively ignoring what happened? Yeah, no one just cares, I Jesus. guess. Also, again, I will stress that the epicenter, I guess, of the event is not easy to get to. Okay. Borderline, maybe people haven't even seen it yet. So he's in the area doing some research, yada, yada, yada. He starts talking to the locals. And obviously they start to tell him about this event. That the apocalypse. Decades ago, yeah. The apocalypse. You know, skies tore open. Uh, I saw the face of God. Yeah. Uh, forest burst into flames, etc. It would be interesting to know, did that, like, would that change your behavior? I feel like a lot of people... Oh, they're all saints now. Yeah. Oh, They know what had awesome. sex after that. <laughs> Because um, it could have gone either way. They could just start banging and, and shooting up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, well, this is the end. Yeah, honestly. I'm going to have sex with a cow uh, just now, because why not? <laughs> just that guy hanging out with his wife. And then <laughs> as soon as the apocalypse starts, the, the sky tears open. His wife turns to him like to hug him. The door is just swinging open and he's sprinting <laughs> topless towards the nearest field. But I also love this guy is so unfaithful that even if it's like a thunderstorm, he's left his wife, he's left his kids, he thinks it's the end, and he's outside banging the cow. <laughs> well, he's he's in the area, he's doing some research, whatever, uh, for the Academy of Soviet Science. They start telling him about the event that took place. We know Kulik was a man of science. So from their stories, he's deducted that it was a meteor crash or a comet or an asteroid hit the Earth, boom, big explosion. But that doesn't mean it's not fascinating as hell. So Kulik wants to go to the site and check out what happened. Okay? Okay. But he needs funding by the Soviet government to do it. God, this is 
goddamn spongers. This seems to be like a running theme in this podcast. Guys, haven't these people heard of Patreon? Exactly. My God. Why weren't they mining Bitcoin at this point? Yeah, Wasting time being a meteorologist or some shit. I so, know what he was after. He was after some <laughs> rare space minerals that like crashed down in that comet. That's what I'm thinking. You say that, but... So he goes to the Soviet government. Okay. They're not into it. What? They don't they don't see the point in in investigating an old crash site. Oh my god. Essentially. So Kulik puts a little spin on it and tells them there could be some valuable meteoric iron yeah, that could boy. be salvaged. I love the idea of him kind of going there and he's been he's been, been uh, <laughs> pitching for hours. You're not going to send you to an old crash site to investigate a meteorite, okay? He's like well, I guess you guys don't want a laser gun. Whoa, 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 whoa. What did you say about a laser oh, gun? Oh, just like, you know, if it is from another planet, there uh-huh. could be a laser gun at the side. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Second in command leans over to the lieutenant. We do need a laser gun. <laughs> Fine, take your men. And they let him do it. Holy shit. Kulik starts his expedition in 1927. <laughs> 19 years later. <laughs> as I said before, yes. this is not an easy place to get to where this event took place. So Kulik goes to a nearby village where he meets a tribe called the Avenki. Of course. Who say they can help him get to the crash site. Yes, dude. They've got those little, like, tennis sh- tennis racket shoes. On their, sh- their feet, yeah. Other people didn't think that back then. And they've got enough husky pups <laughs> to feed them <laughs> on the arduous journey up the mountain. <laughs> enough sleighs to burn to keep a thousand fires. <laughs> The tribe were like, we'll meet you at the crash site. Like, they eventually meet out there two weeks later. Where are the dogs? Huh? (laughs) It's not an easy trip. So they journey together through the wind and the snow, battling the elements to get to the site. Can you imagine? But when they reach an area just south of the crash location, the Evenki tribe members stopped, and they said they would go no further. (laughs) Because they were smart. (laughs) We need to go home. There are no more dogs. Suck it up, chaps. We'll find some more dogs. Well, what if you lose your lives? Your names will go down in history, don't you know? God, looks like looking at the children. Aren't you a good young puppy? (laughs) You're not eating the kids! They said they would go no further, fearing what they referred to as the Valley Men. Ooh. Yeah. I don't like that. It's a little creepy, isn't it? Very creepy. But we'll we'll, we'll breeze past that. That's fine. No one investigated for 19 years. This is fine. Don't worry about that. Kulik gets new guides to take him the rest of the way. <laughs> After another journey, he made it to the ridge that overlooked the point where the event took place. Holy shit. Kulik was floored. He was looking down upon miles and miles of leveled forests. Jesus An Christ. aerial assessment showed that the area of leveled forests stretched for over, get this, 43 miles wide <gasps> and 34 miles long. <gasps> but one thing about it didn't sit right. If this was caused by a meteorite hitting the Earth, where's the crater? What? Kulik and the explorers searched, but there was no crater. Holy shit. So what, we're just supposed to believe in the middle of goddamn nowhere in 1908, an atomic bomb blasted off, leaving no crater, but destroyed 30 miles of forest? Bullshit, I call bullshit. That's not a word we just throw around on this podcast. (laughs) Over the next 10 years, Kulik would return to the site with his teams investigating, quote-unquote, ground zero. 
mm-hmm. to try and crack the case. But lack of evidence made this difficult. The popular theory was that it was caused by an asteroid. Mm-hmm. But without a crater, this was increasingly hard to prove. However, much later in the 1950s, chemical analysis showed that the site contained high proportions of nickel relative to iron, mm-hmm. which is also found in meteorites. Oh. Leading to the conclusion that they were of extraterrestrial origin. Oh my God. Which I know sounds exciting, extraterrestrial. It sounds paranormal and It sounds alien. like aliens. Uh, but by definition, it just means out of the Earth's Off atmosphere. Earth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but if you're going to make something out of iron yeah everyone would prefer it was made of alien iron i guess badass would that be (laughs) like imagine you had a saucepan right that you made pancakes in and the saucepan was from spider space ironically uh alien iron is incredibly fragile um delicate it crumbles super shitty (laughs) pancakes It crumbles like ash on the slightest touch. Everything Thank in- Christ there's no wind in space because <laughs> empires would fall. Everything it touches smells a little little bit like piss. <laughs> a very pissy sort of smell to it. Why the f*** do you think they want to come to Earth? Because we've got the best iron. <laughs> Alien metal is terrible. <laughs> All right. The chemical analysis shows... Nickel, iron, it's mm-hmm. a meteorite. Okay. You know? Okay. Close case, right? Here's the book. I'm bringing it down. Here we go. I'm bringing it Here down. Here we go. But hold that thought. <laughs> How about instead of closing that book, uh-huh. I chuck it out the goddamn window? How about instead of I, me closing your mm-hmm. mind, I blow your brains over the walls with my goddamn Please paranormal don't. facts? Okay. Colic may have done his research. But another reputable researcher, trustworthy researcher, so named Yuri Lavbin, please don't interrupt, has done his too. For 16 years, 16 goddamn years, Yuri and his team of other 15 researchers, uh-huh. listen to those numbers, studied the event You're very and aggravated. came to their own c- conclusion. He believed that in 1908, around 17... Do you have to squeeze my arms? It's very seven, painful. 17 a.m. Comet 17 a.m.? <laughs> We're just supposed to breeze fast. just that. saying a bunch of numbers to confuse you. 21, 17, ace, play ball! <laughs> he believed, like all the others did... Yes. ...that in 1908, around 7, 17 a.m., everything's fine <laughs> so far. Okay. A comet was on track... To collide with the Earth. That's fine. That makes sense. A collision that, much like the asteroid that wiped out the dinosaurs, would destroy all of humanity. So what happened? Well, remember the blue light seen before the explosion? Oh, yeah. Yuri and his team believe that that is, in fact, a UFO or some sort of destruction beam shot down to destroy the comet before it can destroy Earth. How reputable was the scientist? You're skeptical. I get it. Can you see it in my eyes? I remember the first time I was told the truth. It's scary. <laughs> it's I like, was but a babe. Okay, you know, the, the, the blinding truth is a lot like the sun. Mm-hmm. As Sometimes seven, it's <laughs> uncomfortably bright, causing your shirt to burn. Sometimes you're going to want to look away. Uh-huh. What you got to do is... You do what your father told me to do. Uh-huh. And you stare right back at that sun. You say, yeah. I will never blink. You have a guide dog. never look away. You have a cane, sir. 
I have no idea how you conduct a podcast. Are you still here? <laughs> I can't see shit. <laughs> if any podcast was done by people who couldn't communicate with each other, it would maybe be this podcast. <laughs> There's each each week it's one person ranting at the other. <laughs> One person is the sun each week <laughs> blasting down on another person trying to shield themselves until it's their turn to be the sun. Now, look, I know you're going to be skeptical, mm-hmm. but just consider this. What if Yuri is telling the truth? So you're telling me after 16 years of research. Yes, and 15 other researchers. Their most plausible <laughs> explanation for what happened yes. was an interstellar destruction beam. The obvious choice. There are other explanations, such as a black hole. There, there. This isn't Yuri's. These are other theories. Uh-huh. There's an idea that a black hole went through the Earth. <laughs> now, there are some problems with this because, um, uh, yes, some scientists, physics, <laughs> some eggheads at NASA claim uh, that uh, that would um destroy the earth right entirely that's what we're all thinking but also if it didn't destroy the earth much like a bullet passing through a human it would also need to have an exit wound mm-hmm. which there was none another one an alien spaceship crash uh-huh okay. it wasn't a meteorite at all a third option nikola tesla testing a death ray Nikola Tesla comes up in a lot of these old paranormal tales. Yeah, there were theories that he was in the country um, testing a death ray. I have read on sites such as crystallinks.com. <laughs> and seen in movies such as The Prestige <laughs> that he was mental. Yeah, that like there are all these reports floating about online. I have no idea how true they are that he was genuinely developing. There is like evidence that he was developing weapons. Really? I don't know. <laughs> well, in this one, he was essentially... In this tale, he was creating... Oh, man, we should do Tesla one time. We got to do Tesla. Because he turned up in the Philadelphia experiment. Supposedly, he was on the deck of the Eldridge and stuff like that. It sounds ridiculous, but so does the fact that this even happened in the first place. Yeah. So, going back to Yuri's theory. Okay. I know what you're thinking. Where's the evidence, Rory? Mm -hmm. Why are you so... You're actually right for disappointment. Well, Yuri says two strange cubes... With each side measuring five feet were recovered near the area of impact. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you telling me that there is an all spark? Two all sparks. <laughs> Two all sparks. <laughs> These strange looking cubes were created from a black material that apparently does not look natural in any way. He explained they look burned and <laughs> remind him of an alloy used to make quote unquote rockets. Interesting. You look me in the eyes and mm. you tell me that those cubes aren't, aren't the core sparks. to a goddamn oh. alien rocket that was used to destroy a meteorite on a collision course with the Earth, creating a wave of destruction equal to that of which destroyed the dinosaurs. Show me one of the boxes. I couldn't find them. <laughs> Excuse? I Google searched and uh-huh. found nothing. Right. I have DM'd Yuri. For further clarification. Yeah. I think he's, he's dead. dead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Granted. Shortly after this, he ate his family. Of and course. died trying to bang the cubes. <laughs> he heard a lick of thunder outside and he started going down on the cubes. <laughs> but however, the research team also found in the area an unusual white and large stone in the destroyed forest. The locals call it the reindeer stone. Okay. 
And this is a stone, I think, that's found in three other places on Earth. It's made of crystalline substance, very uncommon to this area specifically. So to find one in this location was very strange. It was unusual. And I have a picture of that. Okay. so so It's cubes. (laughs) They're two cubes. You are so blind. (laughs) So very blind, sir. (laughs) So you're telling me... Just right. to clarify that we do not have pictures no. of the reported alien alloy Allspark cubes. How about you take you Yuri's do... goddamn word for it? How about that? <laughs> the when was the last that, time you went to the Siberia? The fact that you don't trust him at this point is frankly rude. I'm starting to think that's going to affect your it's... judgment. <laughs> How am I supposed to trust your conclusion if you don't trust Yuri? Yuri is a scam artist. I'm telling you that right now. Yuri also needed my social security number <laughs> and my PIN. He's in deep goddamn trouble with these cubes. He also right? needed my car keys. Said he's gonna buy cigarettes. He's been three days. I'm really worried. But he said he's gonna pick up the cubes and we will circle back on this episode. I'll be honest, I think something's happened to Yuri. I'm getting really scared, man. He said he'd be back soon, but the look in his eyes said, they're gonna get me. I don't know if it's Men in Black. I don't know if it's the CIA, but I think they got to him. That poor son of a bitch. He's got like one of those hobo sacks, but just two of them over his shoulders, <laughs> obviously holding cubes. <laughs> Clearly struggling with the weight. Can you just show me the cubes both. if those are the cubes? Nope. I know those are cubes. <laughs> I can see them. They're glowing. <laughs> they're they're actually burning through the knapsack. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Rory, what's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Like, run a bath, call a friend on the phone. Ooh, an extra hour. Mm. Probably plot revenge. What? Plot revenge against my enemies. Okay, sure, well... I'd start with Keith. Well, like Rory... Oh, just saying his name! (laughs) A lot of us wish we had more time. But if we had it... What would we use it for? In life, the best way to feel like we have time is to prioritize what's most important to us and make time for it. Therapy can be a great way of looking inward and setting those priorities. Hey, I've got a priority, brother. Priority mailing this bag of dog poop to Keith's front door. Honestly, prioritize literally anything else. Therapy can help you gain life skills, set boundaries, and communicate better. Well, I would like to communicate some thoughts to Keith. If you're thinking about trying therapy, though, why not start with BetterHelp? It's all online, so it fits beautifully around your lifestyle. All you gotta do is fill out a questionnaire and kablam, they match you with a licensed therapist, which you can, of course, change at any time. You can learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Paranormal Life. Thanks, BetterHelp. So here's a picture of the rainbow crystal. Uh, reindeer crystals. Okay. So why is it a reindeer crystal? It's just the name of it. It's got some lore around it, but I didn't write the lore down. So it looks a bit like a firestone from Pokemon. Yeah. Like, I feel like if you touched your dog with this your dog might get a flaming tail and evolve right just to just get up to speed the physical evidence so far for yuri's it's theory a of, an, of a crystal <laughs> it's a jpeg of a rock that is his evidence so far for an intergalactic destruction beam yeah yeah okay so before i go any further <laughs> are you done Kid, I, I brought a lot of evidence to the, the table today. I, you I told a, you the story. JPEG. Uh-huh. Um, what are you thinking? What's going on here? So if I wasn't convinced at this point, would you have any more evidence to show me? Or are you just... I may have one trick up my sleeve. <laughs> you beat me over the head. <laughs> um, it's a cube. <laughs> okay, okay. I've heard of the Tunguska event, so it is crazy. You're right. This is, this is a true story. Yeah. Everything up to the 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 potential explanations right is pure truth that's crazy including that's why. the explanations no i said everything up to up that, and, I mean. and including no up I into think, i think up to and excluding if anything no like when you're counting yeah and you go count to ten zero one two because you count what you're on yeah 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 no, this count is this it. is more like Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. sense. Got to the sense, cubes. No. Then cut no, it. I know. I'm after, just gonna cut it right. Cut it after the crystals. No. <laughs> I think what I said because it's my sentence. You're so. it. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get that. We just might not be on board for the next um the next couple of minutes. But you do your thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna switch off. I'm honestly just gonna <laughs> put in music for the next couple of minutes as you explain how you feel. You do your shit. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Wow, I'm really? Go to the bathroom, yeah. In the middle of your own episode. Yeah. It's, I just um. I got some stuff to figure out. You mind if I take this? I'm gonna take the. You're gonna take. <laughs> you're gonna take everything with you. Okay. Wow, you're crying right now. No, I just. I thought you would be more on board. If you're that emotionally invested, pick stories that are true. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Don't pick such a difficult sell. Day one at a hardware store, and I'm like, all right, first day on the job. This is gonna be great. Someone walks in. How would you like a car? <laughs> Do you sell cars? I could get you a car. <laughs> Rory, <laughs> stop. Yeah, this is crazy. This is, this is a fantastic story. Um, it's one of the most puzzling, crazy natural phenomenon in, in living memory here on Earth. Yeah. Um, I didn't actually know that the explanations for it got this far-fetched. I didn't realize there was such a lack of kind of, um, I don't know how to say this, rational scientific evidence. Uh, right, that people have to speculate and make such crazy, like, yeah, conjectures. Look, paranormal events gonna have paranormal explanations. You ever think about that? That's a good <laughs> phrase, actually. That's Roy Powers, 2017. Uh, what do you think of this? So, my trick up my sleeve is uh, not so much a trick as some shit I just didn't tell you. You, uh, you purposefully omitted information. I, I left out a little. Was bit there a creator? The show. <laughs> 
The crater was huge. Okay, it the was the first was thing. on in the earth. They <laughs> actually figured it all out in 1908. Yuri's me. <laughs> the trickster and fraud, Yuri. It's me. Scientists have essentially come to the unanimous conclusion... Oh, Jesus Christ. ...that this was a phenomenon uh, called an airburst. So essentially what happens is, as you know, when a meteorite, a comet, asteroid is plummeting down towards the Earth, as it enters the Earth's atmosphere, there's yes. a good little science lesson. I'm going to throw some, like, boom, like educational music over this. Yeah, yeah, listen up, kids. Uh, when a comet, a meteorite, or an asteroid is approaching the Earth's atmospheric... Uh, the, the Earth's atmosphere... <laughs> When a pro- so Don't clunky. laugh at me. So clunky. <laughs> so obvious I didn't go to school. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys a lesson. <laughs> when it enters the Earth's atmosphere, it will burn up upon entry. This is a process known as entry burning. Now... Did you make that up? No, that's science. Now, what happened in this particular instance... <laughs> Wish I had gone to school. <laughs> ...is that <laughs> this was such a huge asteroid. There was so much heat and power... On entry, air bursting happened. Did I say air bursting the first time? Yeah. Sounds fictional now. I'm saying it out loud. Uh-huh. Um, where the comet essentially explodes. From the uh, aerial scans, the blast created uh, much more of like a butterfly pattern. Yeah. Rather than a um, towards the earth crater pattern. That's okay. why there's a lack of a crater. So I think the idea is that the, the force of the blast was spread outwards through the sky more than downwards towards the earth. Very interesting. So, just to be clear, no aliens. Well, you know, let's let's look at this comet as a as a balloon. Okay. Hurtling towards the Earth. Yeah. Did it airburst by its goddamn self, like a miracle? Or I suggest the alternative: <laughs> a pin, shot <laughs> precisely from an unidentified flying object. To hit at the impact time right before okay. it collided with the Earth. I'll play your game here. To explode over the surface. Why would an alien do that? Huh? <laughs> They're looking out for us. They got our backs. <laughs> think about it. Why do aliens have to be bad dudes? Think about Maybe there's other stuff out there that they're saving us from. Like, like, it's so improbable that life has gotten to this point. Uh-huh. What if it's gotten to this point? By divine intervention. <gasps> you know? We're in a bubble, people. <gasps> You think about that. I'm getting real Alex Jones here. <laughs> We're in a goddamn bubble. Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. I always think, um, like, in terms of, like, why would an alien do it? It's like, if that alien race is so advanced, it might not be, like, for us, when we send something to outer space, it is like, this is like all the world governments working together to send this one thing. This is humanity's vision. Yeah. Whereas if they're really advanced, this could be like some little like teenager just off his R plates, uh, alien just cruising around the galaxy. And then he's like, oh shit, that meteorite's about to destroy Earth. Yeah, he's just playing playing, like asteroids. Yeah, just like messing around. It's nothing to him. I don't know, it might be. So if you had to come to a conclusion at this point Mm -hmm. as to the cause of this paranormal event, Kate, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts here? Certainly, uh, this is. Can like, I just take a second to? Okay, um, that's so. Just, you didn't um, actually want me to answer. That's fine. I just want to say, um, God rest Yuri. God bless his soul. If uh-huh. he is dead, um, rest his name. He was a good man. His memory will live on forever. His research will live on indefinitely, right. uh, forever and ever. Amen. Just bless him. Just continue. Sorry, you were gonna shit on him, <laughs> <laughs> sir. Sixteen years. What has he got to gain? And, 
16 years of government funded research i guess he spent very he little he was living high on the <laughs> hog i like to imagine that he is like reporting back to this like soviet government we just got to keep on digging we we find some allsparks some reindeer cubes but i mean the cause <laughs> is still yet unknown and then like one one other scientist is sent there to see what's going on he's like there's a giant f-ing critter jesus christ <laughs> Like, how long has he been here? 16 years? Or he's calling from, like, a beach in the Bahamas. He's like, have you found anything yet? Yeah, we found some, uh, looks in his drink, there's ice in it, cubes. And, uh, some mysterious substance called, um, pina colada. You weren't even trying with that one. No. <laughs> I think you can tell I'm on holiday. <laughs> they don't. There's, <laughs> like, tropical drums the whole time in the background. It's like, <laughs> Not only can we hear it, this is a FaceTime call. (laughs) You're jet skiing right now. What? Huh? I don't know if you've heard of a little thing called the Younger Dryas event. No. Well, I was reading about this recently, so I'm all like topped up on um, extraterrestrial like comet impacts. Is this going to be another episode? I don't know. It could be. But basically... Uh, there's like a lot of evidence basically some very discredited scientists right have been positing for a long time that in the last like 10,000 years humanity might have been almost wiped out by a comet impact just like this wow basically there was a mystery of like the earth was plunged into an ice age about 10,000 years ago a lot of the world's mammals died off. Humans died off in massive numbers. Yeah. And it all happened, like, instantly. And then people started finding nano-diamonds all around the all around the Earth. And these are, like, tiny diamonds that are only formed in, like, atomic blasts, just like you're talking about. And then the smoking gun was just like you're saying, that there were no craters. So it is very interesting. It seems like this might not be as rare or as bizarre as you think it is yeah looks like this kind of thing might have happened in the past that's crazy so why (laughs) why what do you mean why are they watching us now is this just a sick game to these creatures who are they (laughs) whoa tell me now where do you have a gun who's the real rory (laughs) how do we get here within cells interlinked within cells interlinked (laughs) holy shit so fast to pull a trigger. I mean, I know we had nothing to live for. And granted, I didn't try to stop him. <laughs> Hell, I gave him the gun. <laughs> uh, I feel like you're coming down on a a hard end. <laughs> on, a, on a hard, rational, scientific point of view. Right. I think this is not a paranormal event. Well, t- to be fair, it is a paranormal event. In a sense, don't it's not normal. Don't twist my words, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but you don't think there's anything secret, hidden, fishy, fishy, a conspiracy about it? No. You think it's a phenomenon, essentially? Yeah. Like intergalactic impacts and stuff like that is quite an overlooked because it doesn't happen that often. It like if you think our society has only been around for like a thousand years, and yeah. the fact that these common impacts maybe happen every like couple thousand years is a massive one. So. 
I feel like every time it almost wipes out humanity, they kind of forget about it over the next thousand years. Yeah. And then it happens all over again. It's weird, isn't so it? So I feel like maybe feel our like the under- next one's coming. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. Get in the bunker. The goddamn bunker, yeah. <laughs> so what are you thinking? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this one up. I'm coming down with you. I all think right. it's uh I think it's weird. I think it's it's cool. It's incredibly and weird badass. And, and fascinating. Um but at the minute I don't think it was UFO intervention. I think it was probably the airburst uh, scientific explanation. But goddamn, what a tale. And the only way we're going to find out is if Yuri pulls his thumbs out and gets us those goddamn cubes. <laughs> I was going to say, if our Patreon funds an all-expenses-paid research trip, 16 years, yeah, no more, no less, yeah, to the site at Tunguska, the top 15 contributors will join us on this excursion. To the Bahamas, to Siberia. <laughs> Bring puppies. <laughs> we're going to need them. <laughs> Where we're going. Uh, so unfortunately, again, damn, that's a double no on sure this week's is. episode of This Paranormal Life. But hell, hey, that was a fun one. Thank you so much it for was joining a journey. us on this, uh, this incredible adventure. If you would like to hear more news from us, why not stay tuned on the internet? You can follow us on Twitter at This Paralife or on Facebook at This Paranormal Life where we have our secret society. Shut Shh. the f- up about it stop talking about it okay. but please join it do join it and tell i your see friends. you little f-ers. in our mentions on f- twitter you won't <laughs> stay you shut your mouth about the secret society we have like 500 members we don't need 500 people to be no. out there talking about it it's we need secret a minimum a thousand so We're, spread the word i'm on there every day kicking people out <laughs> do not tell anyone about it but also Absolutely let your friends and family know. Right. Write it in a Christmas card. This Absolutely. this this holiday season. But also shh, shh. And for everyone out there who wants to take it that one step further, we have the This Paranormal Life Patreon where uh from as little as two dollars a month you can get access to the show notes. Five dollars gets you a goddamn bonus episode every month. And Upward from there, you know, you got t-shirts, you got some really cool merch. So definitely check that out. That's the This Paranormal Life Patreon. And lastly, we would like to take this opportunity to thank everyone who has pledged on Patreon thus far. We could not do it without you guys. Thank you so much to Jonathan Skinner. Jonathan, you can skin the skin off my body and uh, and and have that for free. Okay. Tom Watkins. Tom Watkins. Light bulb. Boom. Because I got Tom Watkins blasting off. Watts is what I was riffing on there. Lucas Cadle. Lucas what? Kittle. You know, I make it easy. I Sometimes I feel like you're making up these names to th- throw curveballs at me. <laughs> Omar can. Omar can do it. And if he can't do it, he's failed us. Natalie Short. Natalie, you're not so short in my eyes. You're as tall as the freaking Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's Day card right there. Josh, Rory is a prick. Aptra. How dare you, Josh? <laughs> Josie Hannay. Josie Hannay. I actually served with her in the First World War. Um, is that a boy or a girl? We asked ourselves this on the front line. Is it a boy or a girl, Jose? He was either the, the like chief grenadier or she was the greatest war nurse to ever serve the Korean military. Richard Verbeek. Early bird gets the worm, Richard, and you got the beak to snatch up that worm. So thanks for contributing. Bethany Geist, or Geist. Bethany 
I am eternally grateful, and for that we shall joust. <laughs> How's that for medieval terminology? Third pronunciation. <laughs> Philip Hoovering. Philip Hoovering <laughs> up all that Patreon money into my mouth. And last but not least, but always the best, Joe Mullen. <laughs> Joe Mullen, the army rat himself. I saw him run out into no man's land with pants round his ankles, waving the white flag he made out of his own boxers. How did he get his pants around his ankles, but his boxers <laughs> clean off? I've never seen a bigger coward, and I've never had a greater friend. <laughs> to this undying brotherhood, shall I swear, our friendship. Brotherhood of the, of the soiled underwear. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you so much to everyone who has pledged thus thank far you. on Patreon. We could not do it without you guys. And hang in there until next Tuesday when we will be back with a brand new paranormal tale. Thank you and goodbye. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.